Since Elon Musk and the Neuralink team showcased their progress at the Neuralink launch event in 2019, there's been ongoing support from many Elon Musk fans. Alongside that support, however, has been plenty of criticism and doubt. One of those skeptics is English comedian and actor Russell Brand. My name is Ryan Tanaka, and I wanted to make this video reacting to Russell's thoughts about Elon Musk and the initiatives at Neuralink. Russell's video was posted in April 2021, just a few weeks after Neuralink unveiled their progress showcasing a monkey playing a game of Pong with just his brain and no hands. Russell's video got quite a bit of traction, so hopefully at least a few of those viewers will also watch this reaction video so that they're not too persuaded by him. Now let's get into it. And, and then the, the interface to the, um, to, the, to the chip is, is wireless. So you have no wires poking out of your head. That's an advantage as well. One of the things I've always liked about my own head is that there ain't wires sticking out of it. Big tech organizations are experimenting with putting microchips into monkeys' brains. This will definitely not bring about a dystopian Skynet disaster, will it? These ideas are pretty far out in the future. Even if they wanted to, Neuralink still has quite a bit of work to do before widespread events like these could happen. Fortunately, the primary goal at the moment is just trying to enable paralyzed patients operate a computer with their mind. There's nothing forcing fully able-bodied humans to get a Neuralink implant, and I expect things to stay that way for at least a decade. Researchers are developing technology that can transfer data between computers and our brains, and even read people's minds. Neuralink, a company co-founded by Musk, is working to add a digital, quote, third layer above the cortex that would work symbiotically with you. That's right. As Elon's publicly stated many times, Neuralink is working on equipping humans with a faster, higher bandwidth connection between their thoughts and their computers. Humans already have a digital device attached to their hip during every hour that they're awake. So instead of having that device require typing with our two thumbs, it'd be much faster to just think of the words so they get typed much more quickly. I should add that this specific example may not seem that special, but the applications of this advanced tech are much more profound. Detailed thoughts could be shared more quickly with other people. Video games could be played in new ways, like maybe you have 20 fingers instead of 10. And we could live translate voices to different languages. How cool is that? It's just one player in an emerging field that could enhance human functionality. You've got to enhance human functionality. Let's see who we're entrusting with that. Facebook, <laughs> others include Facebook and startups such as CTRL Labs, backed by Amazon. Okay, so Facebook and Amazon, we, you know, the jury's in. We know what Facebook and Amazon are about. Great products to a degree, but profit-driven corporations. So let's think where they will take it. What will be the biases if companies like Facebook and Amazon are involved in the development of AI? I wonder if Russell realizes what the alternatives would be to companies like Facebook or Amazon developing AI. The ones that I can think of are one, having governments lead the charge in developing AI. Would you want that? And two, having less technical companies lead the development of AI. I wonder if McDonald's can AI some of their burgers. <laughs> or three, the alternative I presume that he's advocating for, seizing any sort of development of AI so that humans remain, quote, as they are. These are all much less desirable compared to Tesla, Google, Amazon, or Facebook developing AI products and services because governments and less technical companies would move at a snail's pace. Also, stopping the development of artificial general intelligence 
would significantly reduce the likelihood that the future is good. A pretty good comparison here is thinking about what would have happened if Apple had to completely stop the development of the iPhone back in 2007. It would have not only set the US back in terms of global competitiveness, but also reduced the improved efficiency of every customer thereafter. Simply put, our world is almost always net better when there are new advancements. And trying to stop those tech advancements is like trying to drink the ocean. In fact, it's ironic that Russell mentions AI in this way because Elon Musk started Neuralink specifically to prevent bad outcomes due to AI. The mission statement of Neuralink is if you can't beat them, join them, in reference to AI. He knows that AI will be developed and it's nearly impossible to stop it, so we might as well try to operate at the speed that computers can in order to go along for the AI ride. Big players like Elon Musk and Facebook have teased their entrance into the market. That market is expected to reach a value of $1.72 billion by 2022. Now, of course, people that are behind this, like Neuralink and Elon Musk, he says like this Neuralink will help people with brain disorders. And of course it will. But I don't think big business owners and their boardrooms are sat around thinking, how can we help people with debilitating brain diseases? That, that's not how big business operates, is it? Like Coca-Cola and Nike and Facebook and all these big brands don't have as their core values, how the hell do we help people with debilitating brain diseases? It's about whether it's sugary drinks, sports shoes or Neuralinks, money. It has to be about that. Maybe it's true that Coca-Cola and Nike are in pursuit of more dollars. However, Elon Musk and his companies are mission driven. Tesla's mission is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. SpaceX's mission is to make life multiplanetary. Neuralink's mission is to reduce the likelihood of bad outcomes due to artificial general intelligence. And in my personal experience at Tesla, I know how passionate the team is about the mission. Employees can state the mission word for word, and I assume that's the exact same case at SpaceX and Neuralink. In turn, this motivates the right people to join the company. It motivates those people to work harder and longer. And it's one of the primary reasons that Tesla is so profitable. In the case of Neuralink, they really do want to help people with debilitating brain diseases and with eliminating the negative potential effects of AI. Do you think the solution to these problems is going to come from big tech, entrepreneurs, geniuses operating in the spaces of ultra capitalism? Or do you think it might be something a bit more radical than that? I.e., do you think we should carry on doing what we're already doing more aggressively and quickly? or try something different. Doing precisely what we've done 18 times before is exactly the last thing they'll expect us to do this time. I find this clip quite funny. You know the quote talking about how the definition of stupidity or insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome? Yeah, I think that quote is dumb. Elon's mentioned this before as well. Our world is not static. It's dynamic. Almost everything in our surrounding environment is constantly changing. Therefore, the opposite of that quote is true. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same outcome is insane. For example, if a group set out to make a long-range electric car in 1850, the odds of success would be even slimmer than they are today. The energy storage capacity of batteries was much too low, and other tech developments had not occurred. However, making the same decision in 2050 would lead to a totally different outcome. Another example on a smaller timescale is to imagine it's 2019. You ask your manager to work from home every other week, and he says no. Now it's 2022, and you ask your manager again, 
Are the odds the same or different as they were just a few years ago? We can interact with the Neuralinks simply by pairing them to an iPhone. He's learnt to interact with a computer for a tasty banana smoothie. One of the things the Neuralinks allow Pager to do is to play his favourite video game, Pong. I don't think the monkeys really evolved to play Pong. Well, I like Pac-Man. And I also like Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, I'm a very big fan of Paperboy. But all told, I'd have to say <laughs> my favourite is Pong. You're anthropomorphising the monkey. You're economising, if I may say, or commodifying our time here on Earth. Consider the possibility that we may have access to dimensions beyond space and time. Consider we may be more than our most selfish impulses, our misguided greed and selfishness, survival instincts redirected by systems that require us to remain on low bandwidth engagement in order that we may not throw off the shackles and conformity of a system that requires our compliance. Once you've considered that, Think, do you want literal monkey tennis to be your future? <laughs> what did he just say? I guess he just doesn't realize that we humans might as well be monkeys playing video games when we're playing Dungeons and Dragons and Minecraft. Really, what's the difference? After solving a bunch of brain related uh, diseases, there is the, the existential, uh, it's mitigation of the existential threat of AI. Yeah, this is going to sound pretty weird, but. Um, achieve a sort of symbiosis with artificial intelligence. So, uh, but this is, this is not a mandatory thing. This is once again important to highlight. No one's forcing anyone to get a Neuralink implant. Very similar to how no one is forced today to get a smartphone. You really need this to be done with a robot because it's very tiny and it needs to be very precise. Okay, I've decided I am going to have the microchip fitted into me head. Talk me through the process. Is it going to work? It involves just a, a, a two-millimeter mil, two uh, incision bypassing uh, any vasculature, uh, you know, any, any kind of like blood vessel um, uh, and, and making sure it's, it's like it can be inserted w without causing trauma uh, or minimal trauma. Yeah, minimize the trauma. Got to give him kudos here. That was pretty funny. It's the minimum. And, and then the, the interface to the, um, to, the, to the chip is, is wireless. So you have no wires poking out of your head. That's an advantage as well. One of the things I've always liked about my own head is that there ain't wires sticking out of it. He's a pretty funny guy. And although I disagree with his ideas about the true motivations of Elon Musk and the Neuralink team, there is an uncertain future with Neuralink and artificial intelligence in general. If you're interested in keeping up with how this progress unfolds at Neuralink, please subscribe to our channel. I hope to catch you at our next video.